He Hello. did the hot mic again. <laughs> you did that on purpose, Will Box. It's the only way to get us going. I don't blame him. Hello. It's a rolling start. And welcome to episode 10 of Silver and Steel. Our uh, little baby D&D 5th edition campaign is growing up so quickly. Um, we're so excited to uh, be here with you today. But before we get started, let's introduce all the beautiful people on the screen. B-Dave, take it away. Yeah, I have something even more important to say with my seamless showbiz timing. There has been a grand holiday heralded from on high that our fair DM, that bronze girl, Jasmine, oh, no. had a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and as such, we will sing to you the song of our people, complete with our seamless Zoom delay. <clears throat> it's going to be good. I'm just going to start. <sighs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Jasmine. I'm sure yeah, that was you, perfectly in You can't even try and harmonize. That was beautiful and completely unexpected. <laughs> Thank you Happy birthday. so much. Happy that was birthday. so lovely. I appreciate Happy belated that. birthday. Thank Happy you for being born and thank you for being our DM and being so yes. yes. Aww, y'all are too much. I can't. <laughs> I'm not late feelings. for this birthday. We're early for the next one. Yes, <laughs> it is. No, it was just yesterday. So I, to me, it's not too late at all. Thank Aww. you so much. I Happy birthday. Y'all are Happy just birthday. too kind. <laughs> it's you deserve it. Uh, uh, yeah, B. Dave Walters, say words about things seven days a week from somewhere. I was just on D&D Live, very nearly died, then very nearly won. That was weird. Uh, did a panel, talked about a bunch of stuff, and have more stuff to talk about that's eluding me. Uh, my lucky boy, Freely, goes live on Idol Champions tomorrow, so you can live the halfling dream. And uh, sure, a bunch of things that I will think about afterwards now that it's too late to say anything. <laughs> Lauren? I'll, I'll talk about one of the things that he didn't talk about because, hi, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the community manager for D&D Beyond. You can see me on a show tomorrow called Beyond Heroes where I try to heal everybody. You can also see me this weekend during the D&D Block Party, which is a two-day awesome community event raising money for the Trevor Project. Specifically, the thing that I'm going to be participating in is an epic level 20 game with DM B. Dave Walters. I will be playing an epic level 20 York hero trying to keep everybody alive. It's a theme. Also, I did think of something this Thursday, this week, my actual show, Dungeons and Dragons and Dark and Wish, comes back <laughs> five on D&D Twitch featuring Mr. Todd Kenrick as oh, yeah. Averin, intergalactic scoundrel, Ooh. will uh, be joining us on the other side of the table. So that's also a thing. Yeah. Todd, you're up next. I'm on a Dark and Wish. No, um... <laughs> so it's happening thursday uh i i am uh i'm the creative manager at D, D beyond I, I i'm just excited that i get to play with all of you and again happy birthday thank you no megan my name is megan kenrick i'll be playing sophias a level four alchemist artificer and she suddenly feels a little nauseous because crossover so be <laughs> sure to check out d4's <laughs> last episode where i was a guest if you haven't already you can find that on rock punch atl's twitch channel Where'd you awesome. take Harold? Where, where'd Harold Harold go? That's up to Avern. Mm. Yeah, I was just a messenger. You don't want me to make that choice. And Jasmine, and uh, that leaves me. Yes, I got older yesterday. I leveled up, and uh, I am the DM for this show. You can find me online doing all sorts of things. Um, 
But today you'll find me online DMing this amazing show that I'm so excited for us to get into because when we ended, we were in the middle of combat. Before we get into the game itself, we've got some great fan art to share with all of you. I think we've got, yeah, a pancake. Hey, let me tell you something. That's amazing. Being a pancake was a life goal that I didn't know I had until it happened. <laughs> yeah, when when Lee pulls out his pancake stuff and starts making a pancake of you, it's pretty amazing. I don't so. even draw that well on paper. And he does it <laughs> upside down with batter. It's amazing. Yeah. It's wild yeah, to watch. Cool. And then the whole reveal, it's a big dramatic thing. If you get a chance to see Lee, uh, the mm. pancake-o-mancy, definitely check it out. Yes, do you, check you it out. What What channel can you see that on and what time? It's the Codename Entertainment Channel, who are the people who make Idol Champions on Fridays at mm -hmm. 10 a.m. Pacific. And if you watch, what he usually does is whoever the champions are going to be uh, getting a buff for that weekend. So, uh, and Freely's going to be the new the new boy on the block. So there we go. Yeah. Uh, and there there's the the announcement. Look, he's adorable. That, that does technically mean the Silver and Steel character is officially on Idol Champions. That does. Hey. <laughs> the, the full Randy Orton for that one. So here's the, this is fun fact, and this is true. Uh, we started working on this in like December, maybe November. It was a long time ago that this has been in motion. And then Freely lost his freaking arm well into animation. And I was like, so you guys, <laughs> Change of plans. He's got a robot arm now. Don't know if it's going to get fixed. IDK. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember you. I remember you sending me DMs. So am I going to get it back? I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that comfortable conversation now. <laughs> that complicates a thing that we're working on right now. But yeah, there we are. Idol Champ, which is my first character in a video game, which again is an achievement I knew I very much wanted to unlock. But now that it's here, uh, it's so funny because I told you I've never played a halfling before. I played him almost mm -hmm. as a lark. Cause it's just what haven't I done? I have like sure he really is the luckiest boy. Things happen for freely that don't happen <laughs> for anyone else. Oh, yeah, and I never, like this. You never expected to go further with that character. That was like you just messing with me. Like I'm gonna do all the charisma classes. <laughs> and here you, that's you make the, That's how you now make you're like the best in. characters, though. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And it, next after this, it'll be uh, hashtag uh, make Daisy a idol champion because I know everybody wants Daisy the Goblin Warlock. <laughs> It's, People are excited about Daisy the, the Goblin. Warlock. That would be, that would awesome. be amazing. We would have to animate snot. her with snot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's true. No, that's, that Although Todd, wait, do you have the my tiny my tiny boy over there? I yeah, believe I got, you had a. I got, there's gonna yeah, be I no think... way I can show him off, but we've well, got our, we've got a photo. Yeah, it's like Look, you gotta do the makeup like... thing. You gotta your face and do the makeup no, thing. Nope, there he doesn't he want to focus no, on it. He passed his stealth check. Ah, my there lucky boy! Yay! Thank All you, Hero right. Forge. These are awesome. Hero Forge is amazing. I yeah. mean, that's hand painted, right? Yeah. Were these the hand painted, okay. or were these yeah, the I think ones? These are hand painted. Because What's they, they have the new... is you can't. There's a wood grain on Callie. Yeah, that wood grain is amazing. Because I know they she just put so out, good. that was the, the Kickstarter that they did, have the new colored minis and where they come, you can just pick all the colors and all the different styles and everything. So this might be that. Either yeah. way, they're gorgeous. I don't know. There's a lot of detail in there. That's painting. There's yeah. No that is very incredible. Yeah. It's, well, and I either... love that you can't see it, but there's also um, green flame underneath her foot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. Incredible. Incredible, incredible. Now these yeah. are I'm upset about very... how much I look like a miniature in real life. 
A little bit, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what that means. Easy. It's like he went subatomic. Easy. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. No, these are incredible. They look so and good. you know, and in the in the like blank space behind them that allows them to exist is you, Jasmine. You are the you are the the table on which we are standing, the foundation on which these characters rest. You are the right. gorgeous images that are created. That is true. Happy birthday, blank space. <laughs> hey. Oh no! <laughs> the, the and this is when we all die. Attention, master. Yeah. Nothing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. It's the Perfect. weirdest compliment. I, I'm okay with being the weird white hand from Smash Bros that comes and moves all the pawns around. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Be the gloved hand, and you guys mm-hmm. are the fighters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm okay with this metaphor as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. It, onward to our glorious deaths. Yes, yes. 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 You were kind oh, of in the middle of procrastinating. What is everybody's <laughs> health looking like right now? Super bad. Thanks to Hank, my health is still great. I'm Callie's upset, but I'm still full. So yeah, I'm doing all right on hit points. Not so all right on spell slots, but okay on hit points. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually we... at full hit points still. Okay, but how's so that's Hank? really just Avrin that's hurting. Yeah. And uh, Hank. And Hank. Mainly I heard friend. his ouch. Yes, his his uh psychic ouch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm at 14. Pull up his character. I'm going to heal myself soon, though. And you got to get through all the monsters' turns first, so let's see. We all do. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I know. Do we have to wait for our initiative to heal? Yeah, because oh, yeah, we're in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So where we do. <laughs> last left our heroes, um, they were actually hunting uh, three giant plesiosaurs that... Um, because of the removal or the extinction of its apex predator have become too large and uh, basically become the equivalent of an invasive species, eating whole schools of fish and things like that. Hank, our friendly married, had uh, led our party on an adventure through a sea kelp forest into basically these creatures' hunting grounds where Freely attempted to be friendly with one of these creatures, but unfortunately uh, the spell didn't go off quite as planned and was attacked. One of the plesiosaurs crushed a good chunk of Averin's armor. Um, They have old, large jaws and big teeth. It's almost like it is very much actually a prehistoric animal that they're dealing with here. And where we last left off, Hank had just taken his trident and very forcefully pinned one of the plesiosaurs, the most injured one, in fact, I believe this is the one that is very fired, to the rocky sort of coral bottom of the area that you're in. And that creature is now pinned. And that is where it was. It is actually actively the top of Freely's turn now. Uh, important question. Um, so I, you said that was the one that was very fired. So I know there is one that is actively fighting, one that mm-hmm. is very fired and pinned. The third one, has the third one attacked or been attacked yet? The third one is the one that tried to... Oh, this was the big boy. This was Chonky Boy. It's a a chonker. Yeah. I think this one had kind of attempted to take a swipe at you, but it had missed both times. Oh, okay. All right. No, if it's... I'm not... I was... was, If one had not entered the fray yet, I was going to try animal handling again. But if not, Mm -hmm. then uh, we got to do what we got to do. So one is quasi incapacitated the one is the one that attacked Averin is it still on Averin yes yes it's still in his area um it doesn't have him actively grappled 
but it like basically took a chunk out of his armor, crushed it like a tin can, and then like basically is like reeling back around for another attack. It is actively engaged. The one that is panned, is it like trying to escape or does it seem like it's kind of like stuck? It is It is pulling against the trident, but this is also the most visibly injured of the three. And it looks like it's, <laughs> its attempts are sort of feeble. It's having a hard time like freeing itself. Uh, I'm going to Eldritch Blast the one that's on Averin. Okay. Espe especially if I saw it like crinkle his armor. I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, oh man, I hate this so much. <laughs> um, and Eldritch Blast. I'm rolling on D and D Beyond. And remember, I still uh, have Sanctuary uh, cast on Freely. Yes. Thank you. So they have to I pass a wisdom save. Mm -hmm. To try and hit me. Yeah. Uh, 18 to hit. That hits. All right. Um, just Eldritch Blast crackling through the water, hitting it for. I do love these dice and they're very dramatic, but it takes a minute to get where they're going here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for a whopping seven points of damage. Okay. Um, and that's, uh, and for my movement, you said we're over a kelp forest, right? Um, there's a kelp forest off from where you came out of, and underneath you, there's actually like a coral reef. I actually am going to head down towards the coral reef. Okay. Not like actively trying to depart, but it's like I'm, I'm, because what I want to know is if there's anything down in the coral reef that might help, or if I drag mm -hmm. one of these off of Averin, that's still good too. So sort of yeah. like, ka <laughs> then... so okay. you're not, you're not disengaging. No, I'm just okay. swimming away. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's it for me. Um, and then with that, it is the injured Plesiosaurus's turn. It's going to attempt to free itself if it can. It's going to be like 20. It gets loose. I'm like, oh, I should have done it when I had the chance. Mm. Hank's got this. No, it's just doing its thing. I didn't want to have to hurt it. It fails. <laughs> it is okay, unable to free itself. It It tries to pull against the sort of uh the trident that is like pinning its its large fin-like tail to the to this like rocky kelp or kelp coral so it will try to make an attack in place however it's going to do so with disadvantage because i believe it actually cannot see hank hank and uh that was the other thing hank and callie are both invisible correct hank is invisible callie was just hiding oh okay good to know yeah. good to know i would have lied there if i was you <laughs> You know, it, that's fine if it means that I can tank for Hank. He reaches around, the, the police store reaches around behind itself and takes a snap at where it thinks Hank might be just from, uh, you know, the blood that's kind of like pouring into the water steadily. Um, and it misses. Callie, it is your turn. Uh, I would like to shoot the one that is trying to eat my friend. So, okay. uh, psychic knives, number one. And I have advantage because he is very fired, which is awesome because I roll a 24. Oh, perfect. Yeah, definitely hits. Okay. My sneak attack. Ooh, I rolled really well. Okay. Uh, that's going to be 18 damage on mm -hmm. that one. Psychic. Is it still alive? It definitely is not. Describe what this looks like when your psychic knife robs this creature of its life. Uh, Callie hears Freely talking about how we don't want to have to attack these creatures and none of us do it's just it has to be done but mm -hmm. it's also trying to go after hank and so as it snaps for him my knife just like in one eye and out the other but because oh. it's not a physical object it's just this blue streak like it just mm -hmm. flies right through the brain and the head goes limp 
And so it's very, very quick and clean and and surgical and done. And then she's immediately summoning the next one uh, to for a bonus action to shoot at the one that's on Avron. Okay. You are some distance away. You're further away from uh, the rest of the party since you and Hank kind of went in first. You could spend your whole movement and then attack from range with disadvantage. Okay, I need to be within 60 feet of it. Can I, because does my movement get me within 60 feet at least? Um, What's your swim speed? Oh, that's an excellent question. <laughs> well, my my regular speed is 15, or is 30, so I guess my mm-hmm. swim speed would be half that, so 15. Okay, Um, so you'd have a hard time getting to it. You could get to the chonky boy that was closer to Freely. Okay, I'll go for the chonky boy. That's kind of between the two of you. Since one is over by the kelp forest where you entered and you're kind of on the far end where you were doing reconnaissance. Okay. If I can get whichever one I can get to without disadvantage. So I'll go after I'll go after the chonky boy. Okay. Disadvantage sucks. Uh but a twelve? Twelve does not hit. All right. The knife. I'm still struggling wide. to go fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're also probably a little winded. You do feel like a psychic approving nod and you see the trident kind of go ka-chunk. And come up out of the water, breaking off a piece of the coral. And it is Hank's turn. And Hank, from where he is at, is actually going to use that move that you saw him use earlier. He shoots a water jet. It goes in a 60-foot line. It is five feet wide. You feel the pressure kind of like rush against you and almost push you a little off course as like all of the water just kind of like moves out of the way. Let's see. So I have to make a... Okay. Oh, they have, they're very dexterous. It yeah. fails its dexterity saving throw. Nice. So it takes, oh gosh. One million damage. Ten, four. My rolls are really bad, so. I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, this is for Hank's damage, so I do leave with Oh, never mind. Roll. I'm not okay with that. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> he's, still, he's still doing damage. That's the important thing. That could have done up to 21 damage. It did not. It hit the beast and deals a you see the beast kind of like reel underneath just the sheer bludgeoning force of this water jet and it is thrown back 20 feet away and is sort of like knocked prone i don't know actually how prone works underwater that's something i have not considered prior to now so fish can be stunned i mean you still need a second to sort of arrange yourself yeah so yeah i don't think that the that the um ranged attack penalties would really apply i think it would be more that it has to gather it has to spend an action becoming unprone because typically when a creature is knocked prone and you attack at range i believe it's at disadvantage but i would say in this case we can hand wave that away since you're underwater um (laughs) We're already so, doing 3D chess. This is this yeah. is enough. <laughs> this is 4D chess now. Yeah. So um yeah, you see the plesiosaur go reeling back. It it strikes, it's almost like a like a fire hose going off. The sound is also very startling. Um it, it sounds like an underwater jet engine taking off. And uh after that it is the plesiosaur's turn. Oh. This is the one that was Okay, hold up. I confused two of their health points. That's okay. So now it's actually the Chonky Boy's turn. Um, Did you miscount it? Now they're both dead? Ah. (laughs) No, I applied uh, his damage, Hank's damage, to the wrong one because they're all named the same thing in here. (laughs) Um, Sophia, remind me of where your positioning was. I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you think you were closer to the kelp forest or had you moved... 
closer to where Freely was? I'm fairly certain she was near the kelp forest because I very much was like, you guys mm. wait here. I'm going to go talk to it. And then okay. things went mm. poorly. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think he's so right. We'll actually have uh, the police store will probably go since this one was actively engaged with Freely, we'll probably go after him. Um, however, I think you were taking refuge in like the coral, the coral area. So it's going to be, it's going to be more difficult for it to actually fit in there or fit Mm -hmm. down there, depending on how deep you go in. So go ahead and give me a stealth check. All right. Let's see. Dramatic dice roll. Uh, I rolled a 19. Uh, I rolled an 18. So there we go. Yeah. So it like spots you in between the kelp it, it notices your very brightly colored hair and it uh swoops down towards you um mm-hmm. and attempts to take a bite out of you mm-hmm. All right, suffering let's go. for your fashion that is true oh but it's a very nice moon blade right i got at a least 21 uh so now i have the eternal decision uh oh of, you oh, get a wisdom yes. save I do not, because when I attacked it, um, it it breaks the sanctuary. Oh, um, okay. Uh, Twenty one, you say? All right. So my mm-hmm. shield wouldn't matter. So I'm just gonna hellish rebuke him. Uh, okay, <laughs> he perfect. can bite me, but it's gonna be spicy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has to make a Dex thirteen save. Perfect. My rolls are still pretty bad, so it only deals nine damage. Okay. Well, he's gonna get hellish rebuked for thirteen mm-hmm. unless he makes the save. Um, he's not very dexterous. He does not make the save. Hey, (laughs) so he takes 13. I made a point to not say I'm pretty good at stealth, by the way. I was like, because I I was like, I'll just roll it. But it wasn't enough. As its flesh crackles and sears underwater and you see like smoke come up, you notice the beast reel and become almost frightened because it is an animal after all. Um, And the water is filled with like the acrid smell of its flesh just kind of peeling away and burning. Sophia, it is your turn. That was the chonky mm-hmm. boy, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Sophius is going to shake up a vial of rancid green sludge and pour it into the dragon head of her staff and mm-hmm. spray ray of sickness. Okay. And I rolled a 24 to hit. That definitely hit. And then the damage is nine. Perfect. So you see the 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 nasty sludge and the grossness like find purchase in the, the the now freshly like opened wounds that freely has like you know kind of torn away this creature's natural armor and you see it like settle in and sizzle um and you see the creature like wince with pain and almost become more slow and sluggish in its movements Avrin, it is your turn yeah i'm gonna shoot it <laughs> okay it looks it looks pretty hard it, it looks like it's it hurt pretty bad mm-hmm. okay i'm gonna shoot with uh, my lightning gauntlet i'm just gonna to shove out my gauntlet and a little tiny crystal protrudes from it at that moment. And I'm going to try to hit it. Does 18 hit? Yes. Awesome. All right. I'm going to overpower it. So it does an extra 1d6. Okay. And that's a six already. So that's eight. All right. Nine, 10. Does 10 points of lightning damage. Does water affect that in any way? Vulnerability or anything more conductive? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> that could help. that could potentially backfire. 
<laughs> I said what I said. Okay. I mean, if it's going to be a rule, it's going to be a rule, but okay. <laughs> the lightning crackles through the water and you see it surround this beast and sizzle on its skin. Um, and you see more of that natural armor slough away and flake off. And freely, since you're closest, you can tell that this creature is, it's like sort of become laborious. Um, its breathing has become laborious. It looks, its eyes are kind of like becoming heavily lidded and it doesn't look like it's doing very great. Um, this leaves the one that was actively attacking Averin. So this one's closer to you. I would just say, just as a free action, I just go, go, shoo! Because <laughs> I know I'm about to kill it. So I'm like, mm -hmm. Make a charisma check. Or animal okay. handling check. Let's do that. All right. Really, I'm pretty sure the point is to actually kill it. You know that, right? No, it's just supposed to not be here eating the fish anymore. Wait, where'd it go? I rolled it, but it's hidden. That's a 19. Okay, okay. You notice it almost like understands. <laughs> <laughs> and it it also starts you notice like its movements are no longer with purpose towards you but just he's a big boy just to get out in any way shape or form <laughs> so majestic the one that is uh actively attacking you Averin, it strikes out with its its very large maw it only rolled a 10 which i don't think hits no, it does not hit. Yeah. And I got, and I got shielded already. So <laughs> so its mouth opens wide and you duck out of the way as whoosh. You feel the water get displaced, but you are safe for now. And with that, it is Freely's turn again. Stupid fish. If the chunky boy seems like he's leaving, I'm going to blast the one that is actively fighting Averin. <laughs> he does look like he's had enough. Right. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to blast the one that is uh, fighting Averin and then continue to even further towards the coral, even if that takes me uh, out. But okay. Let me first let me see if I zap him. Uh, Eldritch Blast, kids. It's good for you. Uh, that is in 17. That hits. Hey, all right. That charisma, yo, uh, for a big old seven points of damage. Okay. Eldritch Blast connects with the beast in a mm -hmm. bright flash of color, and you notice it, like, knocks some of the scales off and some of that natural armor off. Mm -hmm. um, Callie, it is your turn. I'm going to see Chunky Boy is turning to flee. <laughs> Um, yes, you notice that this he's he like he hasn't hasn't been his movement yet. Mm. And you notice he's found like a like a rift between two plates of coral and he's trying to get into it, but his butt is stuck because he is so large. So his legs are like kicking in the back as he's like attempting to like kind of take cover underneath these like two large coral shelves. Oh no. Psychic blade him in the butt. Yeah, <laughs> Kelly has no pity. Hank, do we need to dispatch all three of these, or if one of them turns to flee, can we let it go? Hank says to you psychically, he says, they're disrupting the systems. Okay, then. I will throw a... I'm going to start to move towards the one uh, that's on Averin, but as long as I'm still within range of the Chunky Boy, I'm going to throw a knife at the Chunky Boy. Mm -hmm. So... Poor Callie. I should say poor Lauren. I don't think Callie cares. <laughs> yeah, no, Callie is like, we're here to kill these creatures, and we're going to kill these creatures. Uh, the first one oh, is- Oh, no, we're, we're going to eat them. 
that they won't go to, they won't go to waste. I just that imagine helps in a weird way. Freely's just down there swelling with pride, like, oh, he's gonna be safe. But it's so bad. I'm like, ah. Well, that's I your whole hit- arc. Yeah. Pissing it off and then finally convincing it to leave. <laughs> and then Kelly trying to kill it, although my first uh, knife is only a 12, which I don't think hits. It doesn't hit. All right. Maybe it's because his legs are kicking so hard. They're, they make it difficult to move. The water's like kind of getting displaced a little bit. Uh, my second knife is a 17. That does hit. Okay. She is going to... Oh, I rolled like crap on that, but I rolled much better on my... Uh, sneak attack. So that's going to be uh, 15 psychic damage. Okay. You see the blade sink into his chubby little thigh that leads to like a finned foot and it yelps and starts to kick harder to try to get into the... You hear it almost bark like a dog underwater. It's like a very distressing sound as it tries to get underneath that coral shelf. Let's see. I'm, I think for Hank, it's going to be a 50-50 on whether... Just from a strategic point of view. Okay, yeah. So... Hank goes for the one that is attacking Averin because that seems like the more immediate threat. And he is going to throw his trident. So he like very carefully aims it and then throws it. He hits. I feel bad for you guys because my rolls are bad. The, the trident like slams against the side of the beast and you see it like pin itself inside of its like that meaty part of its leg that meets its like long weird fish like tail. Um, and it deals nine points of damage, which to be honest is not a lot. And then it is Sophia's turn. Actually, no, it's the police. It's Chonky Boy's turn. Actually, okay, I thought that was soon. I mean, I'll take it. I was going to say, yeah. Hey! <laughs> no. Chonky Boy just got a nat 20 on his strength check. Hey! Oh, no. Nat 20! <laughs> I mean, Yay. hooray! Yay, Chonky Boy. Good so that awesome. actually... <laughs> I mean, somebody in chat gets a legendary bundle. Forgot to announce that at the beginning of the show. Yay. Every single time myself or one of the cast members rolls a nat 20 then uh, somebody in the chat wins a bundle from d Beyond. Gosh, okay, so yeah. So Chonky Boy manages to squeeze its very large behind underneath the coral plate and is almost like out of your view now. He is now obstructed. He has cover. And you notice like all of the silt and stuff coming up and creating this dust. And you can tell that he is like moving and scraping along the bottom of the ocean floor to try to get away. And um, all of this like, the silt that he has uh, sort of disturbed and brushed up has made it almost impossible to see him. Um, and you've heard here the coral plates crack as he like goes underneath it and tries to like cover himself. They crack and give way and snap. And coral that is, is his sharp turn. Too. Coral yeah, is, yeah. That's I'm like, brutal. I'm like, can, oh. can, like, can I give bardic inspiration to chunkers? I'm like, swim, <laughs> buddy. Go. Yeah, the, the ocean floor. You notice like the water is full with the with blood, and you can only imagine how badly he's scraping himself up down there. But he's very desperate to get away. Lauren feels so bad. Oh, especially because something else is gonna pick up that blood. We need to move along. I very much like in my mind. I'm like, yeah, we need to go. We need to move. We need to finish uh, this. And with that, it is Sophia's turn. What's bigger than a plesiosaurus? <laughs> Uh, we determined well, another plesiosaurus. <laughs> Your plesiosaurus. Of just, a, just a more well-fed plesiosaurus. <laughs> or one that's about um, to be. Am I close to Avern? Mm, you're in between Avern and Freely. That's how I've envisioned it. So Avern's very close to the edge of the kelp forest. Freely is like down near where the coral is, but he's moved up to like attack uh, the creature that was uh, attacking Avern, and you're like kind of in a middle point between the two. Okay, so... What's talking like underwater? Uh, well, you all have the telepathic link. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, that's right. So I'm going to say mm-hmm. telepathically to Averin, um, 
here, drink this. It will make you stronger. And she gives him a resilience potion, which gives plus one bonus to AC for 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. And I'll, I'll grab the potion. What is your health like, Todd? I'm going to make it. <laughs> That's, That's not reassuring. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I, I'll cure wounds myself. I, 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 yeah. So I'm you're good. okay? I'd say so. I don't want to like tempt the DM. <laughs> so yeah. the I'm going to attack the one that's fighting Averin. Okay. And <laughs> I'm just really confused about the physics of all of my spells underwater, but yeah, magic. Um, magic. Magic. Yeah. magic. Okay. Never believe it's not so. Okay, so I'm going to like, believe. I don't think Gra- I don't think Grace is going to be too effective, but besides that, you're no, probably going to no. do all right. It could suffocate. No, no Grace. <laughs> Um, Sophia's is going to believe and she's going to cup her hands together and you see a crackling of light implode and hear a whoosh uh, as a firebolt launches towards the plesiosaurus attacking Averin. Mm-hmm. And dramatic tension firebolt. I rolled a 17 to hit. Yes, that hits. Woo. And then a three. <laughs> <laughs> How is it a three? How is that a three? That's a three. So as the firebolt sails through the water, we'll say the water like makes it lessen in intensity and it strikes against the tail of the creature. And, and, you know, you notice it does like work, but it just doesn't have the effect that you were hoping for. Okay. We'll blame it on the underwater combat. <laughs> and then it is Averin's turn. Uh, how hard, uh, like how rough is this thing looking? Um, It looks... It looks like, to use 4E terminology, it looks a little bloodied. Okay. Mm-hmm. I approve that terminology. <laughs> looks a little roughed up. Bring it, bring it back. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to lightning bolt. Wait, maybe, maybe I'm going to do something else. Sorry, I should have been more on deck for this. Nervous. So it happens yeah. when you jump right into combat. Yeah. Yeah. I am going to, let's see. I'm shooting magic missile at this thing. Okay. Yeah, guaranteed hits. A, bar- a, bun- a bunch of little things pop up out of my armor for a brief seconds. A whole bunch of little white darts shoot out. And let's see, how many darts do I get again? I forgot. Three? Looks or like three. two. Um, I'm casting it first, so three. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm going to roll that. So loud. That's five. Well, you can go into the settings and turn That's it down. Eight. That's true. It is like... Rah, rah, rah. And it's like 10 seconds later, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah thir- that's 13 points of damage. It's like, <laughs> sorry, I'm just like, uh-huh. <laughs> got club tinnitus. <laughs> uh, that's only two. Because you said five and then eight. So you have... Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. No, t- I was counting it up. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. All right. So, yeah, almost like this is like such a contrast, like everyone else's spells, right? Like everyone else's spells like are making like all these weird underwater distorted sounds, almost like, you know, like I said, like a jet engine taking off. Sounds really weird, almost like a alien, like a klaxon or something like that. And then you see Averin's like three and it's almost like quiet as they stream through the water and you just see three puncture wounds and blood come flowing out of the side of the beast. Um, It rears its head and takes another chomp at you. There's no other way to describe it. Uh, 21. Uh, I cast shield. <laughs> okay. So it like, it. you see its jaws come down on you once again, 
Um, and then the shield sort of crackles in the air and um, almost by supernatural means, not even almost by, by supernatural means, its teeth are almost turned aside. You see one of its teeth crack as it like, you know, tries to come down with all of its force and its attack is rebuffed. Free lead is your turn. Is if it looks like Chonkers is escaping, that's cool. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna blast that one that is on uh, Averin again. Averin's is horrified that someone something's breaking its teeth off of him. <laughs> just like uh, oh. that is a seventeen. That hits. All right, for a big old nine points of damage. Very nice. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Uh, as your Eldritch Blast connects with it, you see it like sort of rear and let out this like supersonic scream underwater. Kelly, it is your turn. Kelly, funny. Right when you said that, D and D Beyond did the roar, and I'm like, That's perfect <laughs> timing, perfect timing. Yes. Yeah, the dice have a secondary noise that is always surprising. Kelly has one of her her psychic knives in her hand and is looking down at where Chunky Boy is trying to escape and. Mm-hmm. She'll say in the in the call, she'll say, well, whale droppings, I think that thing is going to get away. And she'll continue to move towards the one attacking Averin and say, well, we should try to dispatch this one quickly so that we can chase after the other one. And she'll shoot the one on Averin. Okay. I just give I give her like good idea, thumbs up, and I'm like in its mouth. Yep. Fucking <laughs> <Bucking> around. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. You see its teeth chipping and cracking as it is just like whoosh, whoosh, like coming down on your magic shield. And it looks like your shield's going to give. How's a 14? A 14 hits, just barely. Okay, good. So that's going to be... I keep rolling really bad on my initial damage, but really good on my sneak attack. So that's 11 psychic damage. Okay. Is it still alive? It is. All right, second attack. Or I should say my bonus action, I'll attack again. That's also a 14 to hit. Uh, yep, that hits. Uh, that, that will do nine psychic damage. So as you throw out these two knives, they glide through the water eerily quietly and you all see it as it happens and just one in the chest, one right below it in the gut and the creature just stops moving and like its tail gives a little twitch and it expires there right on the spot. Hank calmly walks over, pulls his trident out of the tail and then... um kind of points down to where the coral is at. Yeah, we should try to chase as quickly as possible and I will start to move in that direction. Mm-hmm. You notice a lot of like the, the the sand that's been disturbed in the bottom of the the bottom of the ocean floor is like still now. And I, um, I hold my hands up when they come this way. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. You said there was a creature that kept their numbers in check. Well, now their numbers won. Why do we have to kill it? We don't have to render them extinct. Are these the three that are left? Hank, like, Hank is no longer invisible. He drops his invisibility. And um, he, like, looks at you inquisitively and he says, is it not a better kindness to eliminate it now that its tribe has been destroyed? No! Maybe it'll go and find other plesiosaurs or meet a nice girl and, and start somewhere new. We don't, it's, it's, it's leaving. We won. He very quietly like points and you notice you fall your eyes follow his finger and sure enough you see like two scared big eyes looking at you from underneath the coral where you notice it's trying desperately to hide and a lot of the coral shelf like I said is cracked and broken and fallen down on top of it and you just see two large soulful eyes peering out at you and he says 
if it goes and meets another pod, then our problem will continue itself. I very dramatic slide my knife back into my arm so it like gets dark down here and I'm all like, you guys can do it. I'm not helping. I understand what you are feeling freely, but we should dispatch this creature as quickly as possible. And once I'm within 60 feet, I will throw my knives Mm -hmm. if I can see it. Yeah. So with the light dimmed down, this is going to be a little bit harder for you to do. Um, Oh, I still got the... You have your ocean glass. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That is like magically trapped the light. I mean, I don't I I don't want to make you feel like this is something that. Okay, all right. Yeah, Lauren, Lauren doesn't want to do this no, because no, she no, feels okay. a little bad for this creature. But Callie, mm-hmm. this is the mission, and Callie wants to dispatch this creature as quickly and efficiently and humanely as possible. And yeah, so she's okay. That's what she's gonna do. do. We still have that telepathic link up, right? Between yeah. our oh yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you hear Sophia say to Callie, "You are doing it a kindness. I'm, it is injured. I will try to do this as quickly as possible." Uh, do you want me to roll attacks or at this point is it pretty Um, It's and... not really moving. So it's going to be very easy to hit it. Yeah. She'll just try to uh, dispatch it as humanely as possible. If, if she can see eyes, then she's got mm-hmm. something to aim for. And with the psychic blades, okay. that's pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. No, she can definitely see its eyes. They're very large. Callie, give me a wisdom saving throw. No, charisma saving throw. Oh, okay. <laughs> Like asking freely to pass an int saving throw. Come on. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be good. Okay, so I rolled okay. I don't know yeah. if I want to pass this or not. I rolled a, so it's a 14. Yeah. Well, and I'm kind of evil. So I was looking for anything higher than a 12. When you when you see its large eyes, because that is the only target you have, they remind you of Shove. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> oh, jeez. There's something in their glassy nature lurking out at you from the dark depths of the ocean and the way they reflect light. They remind you of your pet bat just a little bit. She produces the knife. She goes to throw it and she has that moment. She's still thinking about the fact that she hasn't gotten any notification from her dad. And she's got this weird Mm -hmm. thing happening in the book and everything is, is strange. And she's got these new friends of hers who are saying not to kill it. And she she does something she doesn't do, which is hesitate. Hank sees the hesitation and his hand comes out and and gently touches yours. And he says, we'll leave it. Thank you. I'm sorry. I try not to be emotional. Pats you on the shoulder. Vulnerability is a strength, he says. I just hope it doesn't cause more issues. But if it does, please let us know and I will return and rectify my mistake. When I I, uh, cast Sanctuary on it. nice little it's the sharks come you know Mm -hmm. um he has almost like a little blanket for it now the sanctuary (laughs) like very ethereally like falls down over him and like um, like i said it's like a blanket for it like falls over the coral with it's like very comforting light envelops him and you see his large puppy dog eyes just kind of like look at you all thankfully the coral is going to have to make wisdom saving throws when he true, tries to right. escape. <laughs> I, I, that's true, right? It can't, it can't hurt him. It has to like attack someone else. It just flies over and hits some poor octopus. Um, <laughs> we- weaponized coral. Yes. coral. <laughs> I, I, I look at, um, I look at Hank and I say, "Well, we have more of the pond weed. You know, if he becomes a problem, we'll deal with it then." He and, nods um, and he says, "As long as you take responsibility for it." Well, uh, maybe I'm misunderstanding. Are we responsibility for this creature? If it kills one of them, 
are we well now i am confused are we adopting this creature or are we simply showing it mercy can we adopt this creature no we cannot well, clearly, you clearly can't, because every time you talk to anything, it gets angry and wants to destroy you. So perhaps I you find someone else that should... can have that conversation. I, I motion at, at Averin's mashed up armor in me completely unscathed. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Uh, I convinced that one to leave. And it seemed like we got along fine. OK, but I turn and I look at Hank because he's like, what, four or five times bigger than me? Yes. Yes. He's a very <laughs> large creature. I'm like, Hank. You are a great warrior in here to defend your people. And if you want to kill it, kill it. But whatever happens now, I feel like the order is maintained. So I don't know what to tell you. If it becomes a problem, and I pop the sword back out, deal with it then. And he says, these are your shores. I will allow you to govern them as you see fit. This was merely a trial. Maybe not how I would handle things. But in your territory, I must respect how you handle things. I realize a message only works if they can speak my language, but I'm going to message to Chonkers just like, oh, you big old Chonkers. Just like total baby talk. Yeah. I do imagine that you're still doing it, though. Oh, yeah. It actually got pretty good on its wisdom saving throw. So it it doesn't understand your words, but it does understand the sentiment. And you just see like a big bubble like float up towards you, like like a nice approving like underwater bubble. It's like, oh, yay. That's true. I'm absolutely not going to burst the bubble. I don't know what's in there. Uh, but, um, <laughs> you're like, oh, it's poison. Ah, uh. Although now that we're down here, I actually would like to survey the coral a little bit. Like who knows mm-hmm. when we'll have another chance to like, look just wreck yeah. ship uh you know it, anything law like any For random sure. you know plot hooks that we yeah, might find on the I'd like to, <laughs> i'd like to like pull some teeth out of the other one yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. and even are probably like collecting goods definitely as you like are looking through the teeth and pulling them out hank says to you all um their hides are rather valuable i will pull one of my real knives out and go for the one that they're not pulling teeth on and say i, I would be happy to help you collect uh, mm-hmm. i was figuring we were going to be doing something with the remains of these creatures so uh how would you prefer and he's like we should take them onto the shore and maybe clean and dress them he says be almost cruel to do it in front of that pathetic one down there that's true and then callie like sighs to herself and will grab the one and with her negative one strength is going to probably fail miserably to try to start to move it towards the shore, but she's uh-huh. going to try. I, I, it's a, it's I, a pretty large her. creature. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she grabs holes like, ah, ah, ah. So Avon and Callie work on one. Hank is able to grab another one and like kind of his, he's a much better swimmer than the two of you are. So he's able to like kind of maneuver one solo. In the meantime, uh, Freely, go ahead and give me an investigation check. Uh, again, not my strength, but I'm going to try. Let's see. Um, I'm just down here like, oh, it'd be real terrible if all this blood in the water had summoned anything to you. Uh, it's a 15. Mm-hmm. From looking around, you do notice that a good chunk of like this uh, coral forest has been destroyed <laughs> by Big Boy. You don't know if it's going to have the easiest time recovering. Um, and you also notice that... Uh, like, uh, actually, give me a second nature check. I'm slightly less terrible at that. Mm-hmm. 
15, also a 15. So I guess I'm comparably terrible at that. Yeah. So <laughs> as you're like looking through the, through this like coral area, I'm assuming you've popped your knife out again so that you have some light. Mm -hmm. um, you notice it is incredibly overgrown in places like the, the, the green sort of mossy stuff you typically see on it is like overgrown. And you notice that like the fish typically feed on this vegetation a lot more. And it occurs to you that if the fish populations here were to resurge, that would really help with like, you know, some of the, some of the issues that the coral health in this region is having. Um, also, as you're looking through, um, you find uh, a, a, a breeding ground, like a, a cute little underwater nest full of eggs. Oh, freely and eggs. Just in the psychic link, I'm like, Okay, so I'm not going to start blasting these, and Sophia's isn't going to eat them, but there are eggs down here. Well, like, uh, get them, get big? them all. Get, like, I, I pointed like, at... Well, not, at least, not all of them, but bring one so we can examine it. I at least describe them to Hank mm -hmm. and try and figure out if these are plesiosaur eggs or some other creature. Well, you can recognize them pretty easily. They're fish eggs. Oh, okay. They're very oh, distinct like in how they look. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, great. Um, then I'm like, oh, no. You, well, actually, I take that back. If I clocked they were fish eggs, I wouldn't have said anything because I don't want Sophia's to be like, oh, we will have caviar, you know? Like, so I just. <laughs> okay. What what I will do is <laughs> I just what say. I, was thinking. <laughs> I just, I, I will call in the psychic link. I'm like, all right, you guys, I'm just going to clip the grass before we go. And I'm just going to start Eldritch blasting some of the like largest kelp stalks, just like. Yeah. Try and like just knock some of this loose. Are we doing so you yeah, mention the eggs at all? Mm -mm, nope. I do let you know that I'm do so you don't think I'm in trouble when you just start seeing Eldritch blast going off. But otherwise I'm like, yeah, just going to clear this a bit. <laughs> As you do that, give me a, let's just do, give me a, give me a roll on a D6. Looking for something higher than a four. Is four <laughs> higher than four? Yeah, no, no that works. <laughs> um, as you blast away some of this kelp, um, you notice a glimmer, like in the, like where the kelp used to be. You notice like a, like a shine. You guys, and I do very slowly approach mm -hmm. it. <laughs> you see what the the smooth shell of what can only be described as a giant clam. Uh, you guys. <laughs> can I want to roll an investigation check on? A big old on? chunky clam. Um, yeah. Yeah, my, I, that I point out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, is 10. it? Nerds. I do, I, yeah, I reveal. Is it open or closed? It's closed. Hank, is this also something native to this area or something that needs to be taken care of? Hank looks at it thoughtfully and he says, um, ah, yes, your people love those. And he's like, uh, often valuable things are inside. I start prestidigitating the mud to dig it up, but I'm very yeah. wary of this thing swallowing me because I realize I'm not very big. So I'm like, yeah, it's about <laughs> it's about like th this large, like a little bit more oh. than like two hand weights, like two hand lengths, um, probably about oh, three hands wide. Not one thing that like swallow me whole. Okay. A giant right. clam, not a dangerous giant clam. <laughs> Got it. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I I've seen a lot of SpongeBob in my time. Yeah. You know, like. But I'm you do, you do actually like have to clear away quite a bit of mud to like completely, uh, like excavate mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then I'll take it. I'm like, uh, <clears throat> Sophia, you have ex you have experience opening up thing monsters and stuff. Do you want to do the honors? Well, I well, have I mean... experience opening up oysters and clams. 
I mean, oh, I, I got some experience opening monsters, yeah, but no, we, like, we can eat it. Let's take it. Not a lot, though, not a lot, though, right? Like, hey, yeah. hey, excuse me. Look at you. Look at me. Look at you. Look at me. Okay. <laughs> I've literally been in monsters like all week. It's, you know, again, 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 what you guys do in your free time is your own business. I'm not here to judge you, Averin. And I started swimming away with the clam. <laughs> <laughs> it's large and it makes swimming kind of difficult. You know, the but problem we, with this. We like watching link, you try. Yeah, yeah. The problem with the psychic link is that I'm the one that has to relay everything that all of you say. And I'm beginning to wonder whether I should just stop doing that altogether if you would have a much better relationship. That's fair. Uh, Sophia's is going to swim up behind freely and just kind of gently push his feet to help him out with the weight of the clam. My, my, my strength is not inconsiderable, you know? Like he, yeah, it's an he's endeavor. He's a husky halfling, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like, do, you, do you have a potion for floaties? Like, do you have a floaties <laughs> cantrip that you can cast them freely? <laughs> Water walking. Boop! Boom! Wow. Yeah. How'd you do that? Yeah. Right, I do head to the surface. Mm-hmm. You make your way to um, where the where the shore is and... Uh, Hank helps you with one of the police's sore like carcasses, brings it up onto the shore and um, pulls out like a long, thin knife and starts to help you sort of like dress it. And he says, I, um, it shouldn't if, go to waste. Oh, no, absolutely. We have a, like, and we have a, I will. Yeah, I'll watch him. If it's if these are things that he has hunted before, I would rather help him so that I could because I'm assuming he's got experience dressing this creature. So uh, Callie will play sous chef. OK, yeah. He's very pleased by this, by the way. He's very pleased with your eagerness to learn. And he points things out to you. He very uh, carefully shows you how to remove um, the hide from from the fatty layer, which there is a lot. And um, he explains to you that the fat can be very valuable and it can be used for a lot of different things like making candles or cooking or any type of thing like that. Um, He points out to you like how to how to separate that layer and what cuts of of the flesh are the best. And he uh, sort of like guides you through this process. Do you take a short rest while you're all, while they, while the two of them do this? I guess I should ask that question. So is Sophia, I'm curious, is she like taking notes and she's the big cook? I'm going to wait for Callie to teach me how to do this. I'm not taking a short rest. I'll be helping with all this, but I don't need one. So yeah, I'm taking a short rest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so as soon as we get back to yeah. the shore, I know how tiring sleep uh, swimming is, you know, so it's like, yeah. and I, I do just kind of plop the clam down. I'm like, Sophia's and I slap it and I'm like, that one is all yours to cook, but dibs on whatever else is in it. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to fry this up. This is going to be delicious. Yeah. I've never cooked one of these before though. I wonder if somebody here knows how to help me. I mean, they got to make a lot of clam around these parts, but uh, I do very much just like plop down on the shore. It's like, whoo, whoo. So uh, all of you can take the benefits of a short rest. I know that for freely, that means he gets the spell slots back. Um, spend hit die as you as you all see fit. And yeah, uh, Hank uh, tells you a little bit. He's like um, a little bit of salt and butter. He's like they don't need much. They're fresh. You notice his demeanor towards all of you is a little bit warmer than it was the night before. The night before, he almost came off as a little more regal. And uh, now he's a little bit more friendly with you all. There's almost a newfound respect there. And uh, he finishes teaching Callie how to dress the animal. And sure enough, when he is done, you have three very neat, like, wrapped bundles. Um, He produces, like, like, almost like a fish scale type of leather. Like, I guess you could call it dried fish skin. 
and he very carefully like wraps your cuts of meat and then ties them with twine and helps you sort of preps them. And then he stands back expectantly and motions to the other place to sort of see how you and Sophia's do. I will take whatever I've learned and I will try to mimic as best as possible. Okay. Um, give me a sleight of hand. Okay. I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> and just to be sure, I'm going to use my talent die because I am proficient. That's not a lot. That's 12. Uh, I know I don't want to be, I don't be overly meta, but before I plop down and I see that uh, she, Kelly is paying attention while we're all kind of like sit chilling, I'm going to be like, you know what? I believe in you and give her a bardic inspiration before <laughs> okay. I sit down. Yeah, yeah. How much is that again? It's a D6. Okay. And I'm like, no, no, you got this. You got this. I'm just going to just, just five, five minutes, five minutes. That's a 14. A 14. That's better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did not roll well at all. <laughs> yeah. He has to like come forward and like help you in a couple of places. And he like kind of laughs at you. He jokes it. You, you made this look so easy, but this is just a, a much tougher hide than I, I thought. And I'm so much used to, uh, no, this I'm not doing this correct. I am so sorry. I'm just struggling with everything. <laughs> he laughs and he says, um, you are impatient. That is not untrue, but it has been a long day. Patience and I'll take virtue. Mm. Vulnerability is a strength. You know, so he like repeats that. <laughs> Callie will make a mental note. Those are those are wise. Yes. And she'll try to continue slower this time. <laughs> what bits uh, cuts did you want? Or was there anything out of these beasts that you required? He puts one bundle aside for himself and you notice it's the hides. And he says, um, the hides are very useful. He's like, if you want, maybe I can help you fashion something for yourselves use them for sails can use them for fins and he spreads his own webbed fingers apart and she will spread her hands apart <laughs> metal joints and all and say oh yes you had mentioned that that might be very useful for uh when we come back I i'm assuming at this point we're going to need to prepare for lauren's forgotten the name of the creature that we're supposed to be hunting but Kelly would remember. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like we nods we uh, sort of we got a little more of the pond weed, but I think we used a lot of it for the test run there. And as you're talking about this and your your sort of short break is like coming to an end, you do notice like bubbles and you see like the two uh, sort of like soulful eyes from earlier, like kind of rise to the surface cautiously. And um, you you hear Hank say psychically like. Uh, you're not that different from those things. They have to come up for air every hour as well. I mean, we're a little yep. bit different than them, you know, in the I'm fact like, that we're not giant dinosaur-like things. But yeah. No, but you also have a tendency to destroy everything around you. Eh. Well, that is what I am built for. His eyes go wide when you say this. For destruction? I, well, protection, mostly. My my family, to be able to protect them from dangers while they were mining. So... That's that's what I do. I do try to learn as much as possible, and I'm here on a scouting mission, basically, but that is my primary function, is defense and attack. Do you want nothing more from life? Oh, absolutely. The, mostly whatever Sophia's can cook, but uh, <laughs> I, I haven't been around long enough to really know what, what's next. Now that you no longer have them to protect or defend, do you find yourself desiring other people to protect and defend? Absolutely. Although I would say just because I'm not close to my family does not mean I do not still want to defend and protect them. I'm just doing it in a different way now. It is more informational. 
but yes, it's nice to have met these people and, and all it's nice to have met all of you and have people to be with again. Hmm. You notice his like curiosity is a little jogged as you say all of this. And he just kind of looks at you appraisingly. And then he says, Do you think that this is why you had a moral dilemma back there? Well, there was a moment where I was reminded of someone that I care about. And it was an emotional response to in a very bad time, but we can't always control those. Or at least that's what my father says. So yes, definitely. Emotions are important. They are what make you different from this knife. Um, my father says that too, but in that moment when it might have been kinder to dispatch that creature, they did get in the way, but... Maybe he doesn't agree. He looks back at like the creature that has like come up for air. You see it like sucking in and... You see its back kind of like rise up a little bit as like some type of internal air bladder like fills with air and it slowly submerges again. <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to watch it leave and watch freely and enthusiastically wave at it. Uh, but it, I will eventually say we cannot keep that as a pet. I mean, technically we can, right? So like, we can have like, yeah, you can be like, I can see freely just, you know, swimming on its back on adventures, you know. Uh, yes! You know, like yes. I, I, I foresee like a large brick wall and you just, just, just jump over it with him, you know. Yeah, just beautiful moments. You and your, what's, what were you going to call him? Freely? What do you, what you want to call him? Chonkers. Chonkers? <laughs> yeah, chon chonkers the Allosaurus? <laughs> Plesiosaurus, sir. Please identify Plesiosaurus. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to be that way. Um, <laughs> and yeah. Sophia says to Hank, do you know where we can find a giant rolling fish tank? <laughs> he is puzzled by the question. No, he must be free, Sophia. He's a free-range chunkers, you know? It's a, but, he'll come back when how he comes he, back. How will he come with us on our adventures if he does not have access to water? We then could, we just have to go on new adventures out there. We could technically make a mechanical giant glass reservoir with mechanical legs and uh, arms that Chonkers like, could survive in. Yes, I could certainly like, talk to my mentor about how we take can about no, 10 years. structure I just like, such a thing. I just like push a friend. I'm like, that's what the elder brain was in. Stop it. No. Bad memories. But, bad memories. Bad this memories. This would be elder Chonkers, you know, and, and he could rule the, these lands. Maybe, maybe, maybe Elder Chunkers might be a thing. Okay, but uh, uh, Hank, <laughs> and I look at him. <laughs> I'm not against Elder Chunkers, Avrin. I'm not against it. Kretzala, how soon do we have to go after her too now? Is it now? Is it later? A, a day? A week? High tide? I think we tide? have some time. Probably a couple of weeks. We'll also need to prepare defenses. We'll probably need tools. And to be able to breathe underwater. Any help with that that you might give? Because you seem you're doing both right now. And I don't know, is that mystical? Is that innate? Is that... We would like to not talk to our weed guy about it again. Oh, he's terrible. He's the weed guy's a terrible musician. Like, Hank, I'd rather hang out with the mean plesiosaurus and talk to that guy again. Yeah, he, he, we may feed him to Chonkers at some point. Is we he will regret it if we ever talk to him again. To Chonkers. That is true. Hmm. Well, I'm as much a part of the water as those creatures are. So for me, being underwater is not a problem. 
for you, this is a problem I will have to meditate on, think carefully about, and might be able to come up with some sort of solution. You Can do we... not want to see meat Barton. So I'm telling you, you know what I mean? You don't be a bad that guy. Just that's it. Just that's it. I will take your word for it. I, I did not think he was that bad. But uh, more importantly, what he had access to was a specific weed. Uh, d- do we have any more of that that we can show to Hank? Maybe he knows where it grows and we can just grab our own. Cut out the middleman, as I've been told. <laughs> do we have any, does Sophia have any remnants of the weed? <laughs> well, there should be enough, like. Yeah, for a second dose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that we took all of it last game. Yeah, so you do have some samples you can show him. Yeah, we had a we did get the fourth uh, the fourth bundle. We mm. didn't get the fourth bundle, but the each bundle was good for, uh, for each two hours. Was good for, yeah. yeah, and you only and, took enough for one. So yeah, yeah. So, Sophia, so if, do you have another one of the leaves that you can show? Maybe he knows where we can get some more. Yes, I have a few more of these leaves. Um, here you go, Hank. Are, are these perhaps the the kelp that we saw the fish feasting on at the bottom of the water there. He looks at it carefully and he says, no, this grows elsewhere. And he's like, but I know where I can find some patches. He said, then he says like, as he like kind of like examines the stalks growing out of it. And he says, takes a long time to mature. Is this, is this a rare flower? I wouldn't say rare, just requires patience. And he looks over at Callie. (laughs) Well, if you can tell us where there is some, we can go and collect our own, and then my friends do not have to talk to a bard. He says, um, I will find you some for the next time we meet. Thank hey, you. Hank, if, if I could ask you a question with Quetzala and all of this is happening, we've come to realize someone on land here is driving terrible monsters towards populated areas to disperse them or hurt people and something has made Kretzala return now in particular. Does this timing seem unusual or is this when she would have come no matter what? He says, this is a question even I cannot answer. It seems like it's some sort of migratory pattern she undertakes every so many years. Unfortunately, we have to live through such a time. When you say so many years, could you be more specific? Every 15 to 20, from what records say. We do not know for what purpose she comes into these waters, but in her wake, she leaves only death and destruction. But And there, there is nothing oh, that can stop her or dissuade her? You've not been able to dispatch of her? You're sure this is the same creature that comes every single time? That is my belief, yes. I am not sure we can kill her, but we may be able to repel her. Don't worry, buddy. I'll talk to her. It's going to be fine. And then we will be prepared oh, to kill God, her. Please, no. <laughs> please. Okay. It's, it's, fine. It's, no, no. When we talk with two adrenal apocalyptic beasts, you it, do not it talk. It is okay, Avern. I, I have plenty of healing potions. It'll be fine. Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. Has anyone tried to talk yes, to the elemental you. apocalyptic monster? There has always been a first time for everything, Freely, and you have discovered this over and over again, and I look forward to it. Freely, you are such a tiny mouthful, and that might be problematic for you. <laughs> it's, but you know, it is, uh, I'm still a little spicy, though, and I kind of like crackle with a bit of the Eldritch Flame. I'm like, it's going to be fine. It's just like that. I'll try and talk. If she goes terrible, we'll be terrible back. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's going to be fine. Have you, have you ever We're- considered shooting first, ever? I mean, you do 
shoot first all the time but like with beasts lately you're just like hey let's have a conversation well because they don't know any better like if it's like a bandit like sure he can get it he knew what he was doing when he got up and decided i'm gonna go be a bandit today but you know like those things they don't know they're just living their lives you say you're a halfling of action but are you though are you more like a halfling of just chat 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 how dare you i saved you from that thing down there and it's like two in the morning now right but yeah it's pretty late <laughs> and you were like yeah. up up to your elbows in fish guts mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep then I, yep. like have we finished uh, dressing the second one yeah probably yeah. not nearly a as little well bit, as hank did the first one <laughs> I give a little bit little more booties. sloppily okay. but yes I will hand over whatever cuts of meat we're going to keep to Sophia's and the uh, hide to Hank and say, I believe this is all we can do. We might as well leave the rest for whatever scavengers are around here. What is Sophia's keeping? Are you keeping like all the teeth and crap? Like, what are you doing? I would like to keep all of the teeth (laughs) and as many and as many eyeballs and intestines as I can and bones. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, it's going to be a lot to carry. Because That's okay. I have I have my bag of holding here. <laughs> okay. And so he takes one of the hides and then he lets you keep the other one. That's like his sort of fee, I guess, for teaching you how to do it. Mm. Sophia mm. is going to inspect the the ones that Callie cooked. She holds it up real close to her face and sniffs it, tastes it. I don't think she cooked anything. I think she just cut it up. Oh. Yeah, these are just fillets for you. <laughs> the sushi? <laughs> I have never tried this raw fish before. Oh, it is a delicacy. It takes a little nibble. Nope, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, the texture is a little bit um, not what you were expecting. You have had like a like a fatty fish belly before. It's like a delicacy mm-hmm. in some in some coastal towns, but this is a little bit tougher and not as not as buttery and smooth. Hmm. Well, I give you an A-plus for presentation, Kelly. Thank you. I, I learned whatever I could from Hank and did my best. So uh, thank you, Hank, for all of your help. And Kelly will reach into uh, where she's got the the sea glass, the glowing mm-hmm. sea glass, and go to hand it back to him. He, like, waves it away. He says, you can keep it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Are we able to crack this oyster open here, or should we do it when we're back to the house where she has all of her cooking accoutrement? Uh, you can attempt to crack it open. It might take some effort. I mean, we got a, speaking of a chalky boy, <laughs> I'm like, hey, Hank, a little help, a little help. I mean, you know. <laughs> Sophia's will help too hanging. with her dagger. Yeah, he looks at it and he says, he shrugs and he he's going to try with the hilt of his trident. Um, I, I would like to in. perform the assist action for Hank. Okay. <laughs> kind of wedge my sword in there a little bit too. Like, Yeah. What is your strength modifier? It is a big old plus one. Okay. Very strong for a halfling. Stronger than me. I think Hank might be tired. He got a nine. So (laughs) it's it's, it's been a long week, buddy. It's a long week. He has a plus six to strength. That's that's what I really hope for. So with Freely's help, it's a 10. And he like strains and you almost see like his trident start to bend. And that's when he stops. And he's like, (sighs) this is a big one. Are you having trouble, Hank? You having difficulties? He's just tired. He's tired. tired. Don't don't embarrass him. No, it's fine. Happens to uh, everybody. Sophia, do you want to try make an attempt at opening? Yeah, Sophia is like actively helping. She's trying to stick her dagger into it. It's mm-hmm. Too bad I don't know the knock spell. 
Yeah, um, <laughs> you can go ahead and give me a strength check as well. And I'll, I'll assist. Okay. While they're fidgeting with this, I just look at Hank and I'm like, if we need you again, or if you need us for that matter, how are we going to communicate? Because we don't just hang out on the beach all day, although, man, I wish we did. He like thinks and he says, that's an interesting problem. Uh, you see Sophia stand on top of her dagger and jump on it. I want this thing <laughs> open. She rolled a six. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the clamp stays shut tightly. Well, I, I do not require much sleep, and we are staying in an inn that is not far from here. I could just come on a regular basis down to the water's edge and see if you need us. And if you do, just come at a specific time. He smiles and he says, okay, just shine the glass and I'll come. I will. Uh, I'm curious on a to know more about your people. Just anyone on land in specific or more uh, constructed creatures like myself? Constructed creatures like yourself. I'm happy to tell you whatever Ooh. I can. There's not much I can tell you about my companions. They're, most of them are pretty new to me as well. I've only read about most of you in books. They're a strange sort. Aren't we all? Some Wait, more than any, others. Does anybody else hear this conversation? Well, we're you're having, we're was, having this that's psychically. Yeah. yeah I, we're having this psychically, I think. Okay. Yeah, she would she would still be relaying everything. She There's nothing that she has said that she wouldn't just relay. So, yeah. Wait, so you've heard about me in books? Am I in books? Uh, no, my mistake. Not you specifically, uh, just um, oh, okay. humans and halflings and elves and the, a, ver a variety of peoples that mm -hmm. are not located uh, where I'm from. I see. He like looks at you all a little, bit, a little bit quizzically and he says, until next time then. I look forward to our ocean chats. I will see you tomorrow. And he and walks hurt, up to the. Uh -huh. Do not hurt. Do not hurt my chunky boy. Or it's me and you, Hank. You hear me? Says I will not hurt him. I cannot guarantee he will not hurt himself, though. He seems to be a bit of a fool. Well, that checks out. Oh, See, wow. that's your connection, Freely. I learned it from watching you, Dad. I learned it from watching you, <laughs> and I pick up the oyster <laughs> and haul it back into town. I hope the oyster is like. A half your size, at least. So yeah, it's, like... it's pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> it takes like both. It, it's like he has to hold it in like both arms. And it's just it's very heavy. It's very big, almost like a small chest. I will stand by the water's edges. Hank leaves. Watch him at least submerge under the water. Mm -hmm. He waves at you and then dives into the water and disappears. Well, that was mostly successful. I'm just staring at Callie. <laughs> She looks back at you unfazed. That was that was mostly successful, I believe. So what are we going to name it? Name what? Well, the thing is our, Chonky. We've already our named new pet. Chonky. You're going to name it Chonky? Yeah, Freely named it Chonky. Yeah, his name's Chonky. Because okay. he's Chonky. And the uh, Kelly's new very good friend is named Hank. Or that is the name that we are going by because apparently we cannot pronounce his real name. Yeah. Although I should try. You did very well today, Callie. Well, I think we all did, but thank you. I'm glad that we are all alive. There was a moment there where I was very concerned. And I do say via the psychic link, because I am trying to walk back. I'm like, also, Averin, do you have like a change? Because I can kind of see your giblets through your armor now, so it might not be as effective as it once was. I like them to breathe freely. I like to be Sophia free. Sophia takes a close look. <laughs> 
Callie will pull out her tinker's tools and be like, if you do need help with your armor, I'd be happy no, to oblige. No, but please put the hammer away. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I will I will mend my armor on my uh, on my own. Thank you, though. I appreciate the attention, Callie. Mm-hmm. You had already tried to help me. I felt it was only fair to try, but I, no, I can respect uh, that. Just, next time I have a hole in my armor, I'll, I'll take care of it. Thank you. It does occur to you as you're walking, this is more than a hole in your armor. Um, you could just learn to dodge. The the metal has been like sort of punctured in such a way that it's uh it's almost become thin in places mm-hmm. and its tensile strength is like now questionable. Okay. Um the impact and the pressure has almost made the metal brittle in some parts. Okay. Sophias, before you go back home, uh you'd left some of your stuff in my room for safekeeping. Uh if you wanted to grab that before you leave. Yes, absolutely. She bends down and tries to use her legs to pick up a 25 25 pound ball of butter that's covered in sand. (laughs) I am excited to see what you are able to create with with the butter and the pieces of meat. When we get back, I will press to digitate her butter so it won't be sandy. (laughs) Oh, thank thank goodness. Thank you, Freely. You don't want gritty clam meat? (laughs) Is it Friday already? (laughs) <laughs> I mean that 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 is how you know it is fresh, right? <laughs> yes. If it's still got sand in it, you know it's ripe from the ocean. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The inn is eerily quiet when you come in. Well, it is like three o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. <laughs> There's not really anyone drinking anymore. The innkeep is asleep. And uh as you go to your rooms to put your things away, you hear a door shut upstairs. You see Bonnie looking very disturbed slash uh, worried, walking down the stairs and then out through the front door. Can I see her at the window? Um, yeah. She seems like she's been... She's, she seems almost a little shaky. It's not like the same girl you saw yesterday. I hit her with message. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you all right? You know, we're still awake up here. She jumps almost a foot in the air when you do mm-hmm. this <laughs> um, and looks around her like, terrified uh, and then she looks back in through the window and recognizes your face and she just like sighs a little bit and she's just like waves at you and tries to like cover up that she was like i hit her with message again i'm like you can mm-hmm. talk i'll hear you <laughs> she still mouths to you and before she's like oh this is strange magic everything all right she says yeah everything is fine I just was talking to Sally. Mm, it's kind of late to be leaving in a huff from having talked to Sally. Are you sure everything's okay? Because if it's not, and I like pop my sword out there in the window and point mm-hmm. to it. Like we're and ready. She like shakes her hands and she's like, no, 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 no. Sally's fine. She's like, I just needed some advice. It's okay. It's a family matter. And she like uh, gathers up her skirts and like kind of walks away. And well, if you need something... And she like very, nods at you appreciatively as she like kind of continues on. I very much revealed that exchange through the psychic link, though. Okay. Well, this seems yeah. like a personal mm-hmm. matter that we've just stumbled on into. If she requires our help, she can ask, but certainly mm-hmm. I yeah, do not want I to pry. I don't want yeah. to be intrusive. No, I'm not going to go sneaking around. It's just, yeah, usually we stumble into stuff and then something terrible happens. And so, you know, just giving you a heads up. Well, for now, I will help. Uh, are we supposed to put all of this on 
ice? Are we supposed to just leave this in the... And she's indicating all of the meat and the clams. Like, she's very concerned about this food. Uh, right. Yeah, we should find some ice. Uh, do I know anyone... Does Sophia know anyone that knows where ice... Do they have ice in this what? town? Does, Is it an ice uh, town? Well, does the like innkeeper a, have any ice? Maybe we should like ask a, them. Yeah, like yeah. in the ground, you know, larder type deal. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I will go ask them. I'll try to find somebody who looks like they're in charge of the inn. Mm-hmm. Um, there is someone sleeping like behind the bar. There's like a little like sort of almost like a broom closet where like the the 24 hour mm-hmm. innkeep sleeps. He wakes up uh, and comes over groggily and he says, how can I help you? Uh, what we um we went fishing and um we need a little bit of ice actually a lot of ice so would you happen to have anything? You could keep it in our ice box and he like points over to like the kitchen. Oh oh okay then I will just help myself. I have definitely never been in this kitchen before. <laughs> I don't know where I am going. Oh wow. here it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, Sophia, I will so, just. I'm more than happy to help, and I will. I will like follow. I will pretend to follow her mm-hmm. as she continues to bluff about never being in the kitchen before. And be like, yeah, I'm sure oh, we can figure out what's going on. What's cabinet was it again? <laughs> there's like a heavy, like um, like iron door that sits on the floor, and sure enough, it takes you some effort to open it. As it does, like a gust of cold air comes out. This isn't a freezer by any means, but it you do notice there's like packed ice against the walls and um, there's something in here that preserves food for some small amount of time. Yes. Is there any sort of tool in here that would help with opening this clam? Because I'm not leaving it because somebody mm-hmm. else is going to crack it and take whatever's yeah. in it. Yeah, so. you do notice down here there are crates of produce, meats, things like that. And there's actually a crowbar-esque implement there to crack these crates open. Beautiful. I would like to give it a okay. with the so, with the pry bar you can roll with advantage. Hey. It's still gonna be a little difficult though. Uh 18. Oh, it works. You get the pry bar underneath the lip of the clam. You push down, you put all your body weight down, you start to hop up and down and because the other one was a four, by the way. So thank you for the advantage. Yeah. And it gives. You almost stumble backwards when it gives all of a sudden. And sure enough, you are met with, let's see. Death? I was about to say, poison. A large black pearl, lustrous. It's colorful Ah, as the ocean. I pick it up. Hey. It's covered in like a film, but it still shines. Press the digitation. <laughs> yeah. As you press the digitate it, the light catches it. And it has just this like lustrous glow that almost pulls you in. Does it seem uh, magical or just naturally occurring and beautiful? Naturally occurring and beautiful. Just like from you. All, yeah, from all, oh. like from the way you no. look at it. I, I slide the um, oyster over towards um, Sophia's. And I'm like, that is all yours to do something magical with. <laughs> and uh, can I talk to you for just a second, Avrin? Yes. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it can we? If we could just, I need your, I need your help with something. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, and I kind of pull him over to the side, and I'm like, <clears throat> okay, so like, 
so much. So I don't want to be overheard so much. I hit him with message, even though he's right in front of me, <laughs> like mm-hmm. pointed at him. I'm like, <clears throat> so I don't know if you know this, but it's like, um, I can, I can perform like ceremonies. I can like wed people before the eyes of the gods. Like it like matters. Like your souls will be connected for all time. You could give Sophia a wedding that I know you never thought to give her before. We've been married for like uh, 8 billion years. I you guarantee that, right? you, you just went to a courthouse and were like, I do, I do, we did. Like that woman has not had her dream wedding because I know you. So come on. None of that is accurate at all. You're ridiculous. We had a wedding. Just because you weren't invited. Well, I'll take the pearl. Thank you. Avrin, you turn her into a tree. You stop it. She deserves a happy wedding. That's much later in life, and you shouldn't know that. It's I that's the first her I met. So you know what? Fine. No, I'm not gonna do anything nice for you. And I put it in my artificial <laughs> hand. Like, shh, shh. like nope. some, Hold on. The, I will take no. the pearl. No, I have no, you won't. I will think Mm-mm. of a good thing to use it for. And you will you let me know when you think of something because you're gonna go put it in the vault next to the eye of Vecna and that Rick pickle thing and just anything else. No, I um, mm. it's not inherently magical, so I'm not going to put it in the giant danger room. So it's gonna be fine. Avrin. Yes. I'm this close after, to you in that room. After all of this insanity, she deserves something nice. And I turn and I walk away from him. Meanwhile, Sophia's and I are still relationship advice right now. You turn her into a tree. (laughs) Sophia's and I are standing over the giant clam, and I'm into a tree. (laughs) I'm poking the meaty bits of the clam and looking at Sophia's, going, "So what? What exactly do you do with this? Oh, you uh, you eat it? Just just like this? Just raw? Well, no, you well, no, you you want to cut out the most of the fat, not all of it. You want it to be marbled a little bit so that it's not too lean." Um, by lean, I mean dry and flavorless. Um, but yeah, we, we cook it and we eat it for sustenance. Oh, and, it's going to um, smell terrible in two, two days. Oh, we got to eat it today. Like, no, like turn the, yeah. like, turn the no, kitchen we, on. Yeah. If I don't find the size of hot sauce, everything today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little, a little bit of Tabasco and just a little bit on down. Sauce. Be great. Oh, um, so DM, <laughs> you said, you said that there there is something cold in the kitchen that keeps food cold that's not ice. No, no, I said it. There's ice packed against the walls. Okay, so... Try and get one of those ice rocks. Try and get one of those I'm, ice rocks now. I'm going to do my best to use use my legs to lift one of those ice rocks up and bring it back to where the meat is. Mm-hmm. It's just normal ice. So, like, you, heavy? Y- yeah, yeah. It's just, like, normal ice packed into, like, large jute bags. Okay. I'm going to try and grab as many bags as I can. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of meat. Yeah. Um, are we leaving the meat here or are we taking Oh, you're the putting meat? the ice into the bag of holding? It's like a bag yes. of refrigeration. <laughs> yes. It is a bag of colding. And I'm going to put okay. the ice bags into my bag of holding and then I'm going to put as much meat into my bag of holding yep. as I can. So okay. uh, at bag of colding, uh, Freely suffers like 4d6 psychic damage. <laughs> and he just dies on the spot. <laughs> Yeah, I will help you by holding open the bag. Because I cannot lift any of that. It's like a theft. It's like it's like a it's like a bank heist where you're like they're grabbing gold bricks, but Sophia's is grabbing like ice and just shoving it into bags. That's how I imagine it. You got a bag um, from a bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean the, the bag can hold up to five hundred pounds, not exceeding a volume of sixty four cubic feet. So Okay. 
So how many pounds is all the meat that we have, do you think? <sighs> That's a tricky question. Probably rough estimate. Probably upwards of 240 pounds minimum. Okay, so I'll do half and half meat and ice. Okay. All right. So your bag is is pretty full of 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 ice and meat. And it it seems like it's uh seems like it's going to work. Seems like it'll keep. And on my waist it's just like this tiny little coin pouch. <laughs> just <laughs> Don't you like my little my little purse? I mean, it's like an abyss when you open it and it's it's just so fashionable. You know, anyone ever casts a spell magic on that thing is going to be a disaster the likes of the universe has not seen. Just ice and clam everywhere. And Kelly will not say anything, but she is slightly intrigued. <laughs> you probably all watch as Averin says this and she just kind of regards the bag for a moment and then stops. All right. Well, okay, I'm- well, I think we had a long day. Everyone smells like fish, freely more than most. Um, and he's going to hold on to that pearl. And so let's, maybe it's time to go to bed. So I think I think we had a big day. We went hunting. We did hunting things. We did research. I press to digitate myself and Callie and Sophia so they don't stink, but I do not press to digitate Averin before I go to bed. <laughs> Thank you, Freely. I appreciate that. <laughs> Much appreciated. Mm-hmm. So you all yeah. get defishified except for Averin. I imagine this is dripping off of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The smell's like, a little just... pungent. You smell like brine and kelp. You and... were in its mouth. Yeah. 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 Okay, Sophia and... walks up to Averin, shakes up a bottle of uh, butter perfume, and kind of spritzes him there. That does better. Good. Now I. <laughs> I smell like a day-old clam bake. <laughs> is it actually perfume, or is it literally one of those spray butter ball uh, oh, uh, bottles? Spray butter. I forgot about yeah, spray it's actually butter. spray butter. Like I can't it's, believe it's, it's not butter. Spray butter. Yeah. But Sophia oh, doesn't know. Worst. She thinks it's perfume. I mean, it is. Kind she of. just thought it was edible perfume. It is. I <laughs> love movie theaters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is a movie theater? Well, they don't exist anymore. It's <laughs> true. True. Yeah. Eventually, Too real. and then Too a long real. time ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're trying to play this to get away from that. Tom. I'm sorry. I failed. I, yeah, I, I'm like, I, could I, I find a monster to fight? I mean, I, I, mind layers of lipids. Lauren takes two six psychic damage. Yeah. I'm just angry because I'm third level. That's all. A it's giant true. ball shows up with protrusions, and it's Corona, <laughs> and you can fight it. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Hold your breath, everyone. Let 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 uh, let Callie fight it. She doesn't need to breathe. That's um, true. I uh, um, I go I go have my long rest, please. Yeah, yeah. and as you have your long rest, um, uh, you all level up. Hey! hey! Woo! Yes! Finally! Wow. What do I do yeah. with all of this power? Survive. <laughs> Still so weak, but slightly less weak. Wait, level five, right? Yeah. Except five for most of us. Yeah, am I going to be able to catch up by chance, or do I have to? Do I have to? To get that warlock energy out of that. <laughs> yeah, Just you'll probably have to level get... up. Oh, no. You're not sure. I'm excited. Maybe. It's... Daisy's yeah. adventures are happening in the backdrop to your adventures. And she actually attains XP at a different rate, depending on her successes or failures, and depending on whether or not you aid her. Um, how much XP but does she gain for you trying did to... hand her, like a crap ton of money and encouragement to go on her own little adventures. So we will see. Yeah. I want to know how, how much that she out. managed to eat. I am excited. Mm-hmm. Or whether mm-hmm. she was able to acquire it. 
her missions are a little bit different than yours, but they still award XP. Okay. I see a one shot. What spell? What um, level is she right now? She's a level one. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. She's a she's a level one warlock <gasps> with some just basic thievery ability. I'm excited. I'm sorry. I just Lord. saw that I uncanny. <laughs> I, I I leveled up and I got uncanny dodge. Oh, that's a good one. Thing. Yeah. Uh, I just finally got smite back. So <laughs> hey. There you go. Yeah. I didn't realize that we were leveling up. In real time. Oh, I did right oh. then. Yeah. 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 Why not? 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 I'm going to be like, I'm going to go to bed and she's going to be like, there's a monster under the bed. I'm like, ah, smite. You know, that's why I'm doing it right now. Admittedly, leveling up as a rogue is pretty easy. I don't have to worry about spell slots or anything. I just go, oh, look, more sneak attack. That's great. Also, the next morning, the first thing Kelly will do after she has rested is Mm -hmm. check the book. Yeah. You notice that the stain from the the writing that I was telling you was bleeding through the other page has stayed on that page since you did a very good job of separating it, but it has started to spider out and form almost the blurry, obscure shape of a spider. Like it has started to spread and form like this weird smoky shape, the ink on the paper. And there's no other writing. No. She's going to close the book and she's going to put it in her pack She's going to go find Sophia and Averin. And freely. I mean, she'll find people who know magic because she's reached the point where she doesn't know what to do. And yeah. this is this is well beyond her purview. So as much as she does not want to be showing anybody, uh, I don't know where everybody else is, but she will have the book with her. Hello. Well, it is. It, it's morning time. Uh, how do you all spend your morning? Do you go to breakfast first thing? Eat your clams? I'm- I'm mm-hmm. cooking breakfast. breakfast no, clams. I'm not cooking. That's Sophia's thing. No, uh, <laughs> Sophia's is cooking buttered fried clams for everyone. Buttered mm-hmm. fried, double fried, triple fried clams. I'm what does Sophia's and Averin's house look like? It's Over. pretty simple, except for all the light fixtures, which are really ornate. Very gothy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm. T- I'm only good at cooking one thing, and even that is like kind of hit and miss. So like my, my culinary skills are like hot dogs and then also maybe bacon half the time. Yeah. There. There's yeah. there is a lot of like butter and bacon grease all over their stovetop. So this is the site you are met with when the two of you come over. Yeah. Uh they knock. Do you are you those people that like open the door you're like come in. No, Callie would knock. I don't know what Freely's going to do, but if we meet up at the inn and head on over, Callie will at least try to knock. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I would say the only thing you notice differently about Freely now is the his short sword is very much hanging on his belt now. Like you knew he had it, but he never really did anything with it. Now it is on him, hanging. Mm-hmm. Other than that, yeah. Mm, smells oh, yeah. wonderful. Hello, Avon. Did you invite somebody? No, I did not. <laughs> Sophia yep. like quickly quickly brushes out her hair and puts on her shoes and runs over to, to the door and looks at the little people. Hello, who is it? Oh, it is our friends, Freely and Kelly. We don't have any friends. Door. Oh, right. Okay. We are, we, are, friends. we are making uh, breakfast for everybody. Please uh, take off your shoes at the door and um, make yourself comfortable. Kelly pauses at the door and looks down at her feet, which have no shoes. Uh, <laughs> is, there, is there at least a place to wipe her feet? Kelly, I'm going to no. need you to take off your feet. <laughs> 
Okay, that'll take a no, little no, while. I'm, no, Avrin, don't stop, be ridiculous. Stop, no, Kelly, no, no. you are fine. You are fine. I'll do that thing in where you like wipe the bottom of your feet on a door jam or a doorstep so that she's extra cautious, and then we'll come on inside. Really, I'll, I'll you need see, you to take you off see your right years, arm. Though. You see years worth of mud scraped on the, the door frame, and you suddenly don't feel insecure about your dirty feet anymore. <laughs> okay, good. That's about to. <laughs> I was about to ask freely to press and digitate my feet, but uh, that's not a problem here. If you would yeah, like I me to, I could fine. just. Oh no! Okay, we're keeping it. We're keeping it. Okay. Okay. I hand freely a plate filled with hash browns and sausages. Thanks, Avrin. I appreciate <laughs> it. Like, I I it warily to make sure that it is what I think it is, and it's not like weird centipedes or something, and he's tricking me. <laughs> like Lost Boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if like, it's cooked hey. really well and it's delicious, who cares? Hey, like those maggots freely. <laughs> True. Mm-hmm. Thank you for letting us come so early. I, I have a problem that I need help with. I, I don't know exactly oh. what to do next. And she'll produce this small book, this leather-bound book that Averin would actually recognize and place it down on the table and say... I'm getting messages in this that I should not, and it is doing things that I'm not familiar with, but I am not the one who's created this. I'm not the one who knows how to fix it, and I have no ability to examine it whatsoever. So I need your help. Why don't you know who created this? Well, I know who created it. This this was created by my father, but I don't know how. It was given to me as a parting gift before we left. It is how I'm supposed to communicate with him while I'm gone on this mission. And normally it should work without a problem. I write to him and he writes back. Unfortunately, uh, he has not contacted me in a very long time. And now... It's a long time. Jasmine, what's the last... Have I gotten any messages from my dad since arriving at the surface? I want to say at first you got like probably... So you got you got a cursory message when you first said that you made contact with like the village. You got like one of the first messages, but it was brief. But since then, it's been pretty quiet. But you've only been here for a handful of days. Yeah, I, th I thought he quit replying once she sent him like the schematics for the mining equipment is when he he didn't. reply. Yeah, it was, I, I want to say like, it. yeah, it's been a, it's probably been about four days. OK, three or four days. So yeah. pretty much. Yeah, it's been four days, which is worrisome uh this is the more worrying part and she'll open the book to where this ink spot has turned into a spidering effect and also point at the the handwriting she does not recognize and say i do not know who this is or why they are writing in this book and i do not know why any of this has happened what's it saying i'll show him the book and point to the part where it just says i think it said hello is anyone there? With a question mark, yeah. And then right under it, you would see Callie's handwriting, which says, who is this and how did you get this book? And then and then things have gone wrong. <laughs> and then a spider, like the spider pattern is like a web or is it a spider? It started out as like a blot, almost like a stray, like when you push your pen down too hard. Like it started out as a blot and then slowly spread to make a spider shape that's like kind of spotting <sighs> through to the other pages. If Callie doesn't separate it. Uh, Sophia, I'm going to need your help. Yes, what is it? That looks very uh, strange. I go over to the library and I'm going to need Sophia's help because two heads are better than one. And you I see, in our, our attire, in, 
entire home looks kind of disheveled and dirty and the library is behind a door that's really clean and everything around this door is very clean. Mm -hmm. We both go into it. Would you I like just... him to stay here with Freely as he finishes his... No, no, everyone can come in here. Everyone I... is welcome to come in. I do look at... Um... I, I look at Callie in this. She seems um, very disturbed. And when Averin says, you all uh, come with me, uh, I, I just look and say, um, you know, I I believe in you guys. I know you can both handle this. And I hit both of you with bardic inspiration. <laughs> cool. Okay, so what happens when I get the help action again? Um, You can add Sophia's modifier to yours. Okay, so mm -hmm. I'm doing our also, modifier. Yeah. Also, I'm uh, I'm gonna stop for a second, and I'm like, kind of look down at my hand, and I'm like, no, really, Avrin, you can do this, and I hit you with bless. Also, it's a lot. I hit you and Sophia with bless. So yeah, Whoa. you both get an extra D4 on your skill checks. Mm -hmm. Where's Thank the save? It's attack rolls and saving throws. Right? Well, it's attack a 27 well. now. <laughs> hey. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> so looking through your books in the library and stuff. Um, the only thing you can surmise is that this isn't magical in nature, but rather somebody is indeed writing into the book on the other side. Somebody has placed their pen there and the ink is spreading and the book is functioning completely as intended. Avon, is this another one of your portals? Is, do you think somebody from no, this is not mine. plane of existence is writing in this book as we are holding it? Nope. I think something's happened to a father do you Kelly, say this out loud father to her? might be in dangerous what i was gonna say do you say this like out loud to her yeah yeah i do i'm like something may have happened to your father we may have to how far away is your home yeah i mean if we gotta go we gotta go it it was quite a distance to get here but i would like to return in all expediency i was hoping that there was something else going on but i'm i'm very worried how uh, far is far give it to me in yards or days. Well, I am I am only familiar with the metric system, so <laughs> let me see what I can do. Uh, it was a winding path. Uh, Jasmine, did we ever decide how long it took for me to um, get to the surface? You've been. But I I want to say you've been here for a bit because you actually you know you weren't shocked to see talking walking people. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's something I think we'll we'll workshop it. We'll talk about it. Okay. Um, but I would say probably like. It was very disorienting taking the path to the top. And there were times where it deviated from what you thought it was. Give me a survival check. Sure. Yeah, I know it took her a while. It was not like a mm -hmm. couple of hours. Uh, that's a 21. A 21. So you actually made your way fairly like quickly, as quickly as a person could. You didn't get lost that many times. Um, and even then, it took you four days to make your way to the surface. And then on the surface, you've been here for a little bit. But that was your first time coming upon town. So we'll add another. Let's roll a d4. Yeah, because I, I ran into. Three. Four, okay. Yeah, because yeah. I ran a, into. A week travel. I'm just uh, Millie. I ran into her pretty quickly. So. Yeah. Okay. It, it took me about four days to make my way up to the surface. I was trying to do that as, as expediently as possible because I, I needed items for my own repair. And the the trip was dangerous. So I was trying not to to tally but this is this is very concerning well family is family you are our family now so i guess we're gonna go 
if see, that's what you want. You see her eyes widen a little bit when you say that, and she's taken aback a little and says, I would appreciate that greatly. Also, freely, you see that painting? That's Sophia's and I uh, at our wedding, and that's another painting of all the people that went to our wedding. Yeah, okay. So, just FYI. It's a very lovely painting. Thank you. All right, I guess we're saving Kelly's. What is your dad, by the way? If it's okay for me to ask. Yeah, my Svirfneblin. My... Yeah, he's a. <laughs> I like how you say that. He's a Svirfneblin. I, I think you've called him uh, Deep Gnomes. That's uh, most of my family. I was built by. His name is uh, Sherman Zafrab. All right. Uh, Sophia is going to put her arm around Callie as they walk out of their home. <laughs> so, and as I you... will take them to wherever whatever hole I crawled out of because I know yeah. the way back. So Yeah, you got really good on your survival check. So as you begin to prepare for this journey to where whatever crawl, whatever hole Callie crawled out of, which sounds so insulting, but it's actually very close to the truth. Go it's back incredibly to the, hole the you truth. Out of. Hole yeah, you basically. Out of. Yeah. Because I always pictured that like she was following like natural caverns and everything and then got to like that last couple of feet and literally had to dig her way out like, yeah. like Day of the Dead kind of. So yeah. yeah. As she like begins to like, you know, explain to you or or maybe even like with a with a stick in the dirt outside your house, like start to plot out to you where it is. That is where we'll call it for today. No. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Taking you the taking you underground. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> Go into this world's version of the underdark. Yeah. From the underwater to the underground. Yeah. <laughs> the underdark. It's we're just always under. We're always down under. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. This was so much fun. Even though now Callie is very upset. (laughs) Happy happy birthday again. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm shipping Hank and Callie. (laughs) It's very shape of water. She's going to miss her first. She's going to miss her first meeting with Hank because. Oh, I didn't think about that. But doesn't your connection work a mile out? Yeah, but it only lasts Uh, for an hour, so it's gone by now. But still. Oh, I may have to think about leaving a note or something because, yeah, if if we're leaving right away, oh damn, I didn't think about anything. Callie was just panicking over her dad, so we're gonna be halfway through the underdark, and she's gonna be like, "I need fan art of of Callie and the fish man." (laughs) I mean, not not creepy art <laughs> can we swing by and see hank one more time before we go to we haven't left make sure yet. that her dad is okay so we could definitely do that in the next episode yeah okay yeah. if someone thank thinks you. of it we'll, we'll we'll say that kelly thinks of it as we are leaving is like oh i okay. should probably tell hank that we are leaving considering i just made plans to go see him tonight and, oh yes and... we will definitely make plans to go back and see him don't worry yes uh, but then we should leave immediately because dad yes. <laughs> Anyway, thank you, Jasmine. Yes, of course. Thank you for joining me. Let's go around and get some shout outs going. We'll go in the opposite direction this time. Megan, take it away. Hey, I'm Megan Kenrick. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Megan Kenrick. And I will be here next week, Tuesday, 6 p.m. Same time. Awesome. Todd? I'm Todd Kenrick. I am the creative manager at D&D Beyond. And uh, I love playing in this game. That's about it. I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the community manager for D&D Beyond. I also love playing in this game. Thank you. Yeah. B-Dave? 
Uh, B. Dave Walters, I say words about things again this Thursday, season two, episode one of Dungeons and Dragons, a darkened witch on uh, twitch.tv forward slash D&D. Mr. Todd Kenrick will be joining uh, me as Averin, spreading his Averin-ness uh, across the plains. Uh, Sunday, we have D&D block party. And I'm always somewhere doing something literally seven days a week. Also, Black Lives Matter. Did you have a vampire on Friday? Is that is yeah. that? Uh, we're, no, we're in between. We're in between. Oh. We're we're yeah. yeah. So, so, we, we are we're doing on. an all warlock game, and boy, you know, if you know, I'm not saying any pressure, <laughs> but if a certain seven year old warlock wanted to show up to that game, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She would be very useful, but I mean, she no, would be fun. But yeah. that would be hilarious. That might be fun. That might be fun. I got I got to show her the ropes. Amazing. Yeah. I yeah. got to show her the ropes. Yeah, yeah, that might be maybe how she gets a level. <laughs> It's it's every warlock from every game I contacted every live stream. Uh, oh my yeah, gosh! So, yeah, it's gonna be. It's so many warlocks. It's the most epic so, warlock it's crossover. It's so ill-advised, but it's for charity. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. I'm so looking forward to this. Me too. It'll be fun. Oh, I guess that leaves me. Hi, hello. I'm that bronze girl, and yeah, I'm uh, streaming on Twitch. Uh, since that's like my my job and uh, uh, you can also find me on Twitter and uh, in the tabletop space and if you're tired of hearing uh, women's stories in this industry imagine how tired we are that's it (laughs) that's all all I've got learn how to behave yourselves in our business spaces so we can maneuver like professionals because I think every single person I know in this industry has a story myself included and it's bullshit Mm-hmm. It's fucking bullshit. That's it. That's all I've got today. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful <laughs> night. And uh, take care Good of yourselves. Night, everybody. In crazy times. Bye. We love Thank you. you. Silver and Steel features Jasmine Bueller as Dungeon Master with players B. Dave Walters, Megan Kenrick, Todd Kenrick, and Lauren Urban. This podcast is pulled from our live stream, which airs on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash Beyond. It's produced by William Box in association with D&D Beyond. Find out more at dndbeyond.com.